listening to Coffee Talk with Father Brad. Good morning. My name is Father Brad Doyle. I have been a priest for four years. I'm in my fifth year, and I've been assigned to St. George, and most recently in Vashery, to three parishes in, in Vashery, St. James area. And, and I am your new associate. The bishop assigned me here to St. Margaret's, to St. Thomas, to St. Thomas Aquinas High School, and I'm really excited to be here. And I just came, like I said, from Vashri, and they were a little worried. They were like, I mean, what are the food? Are you going to be okay? I know they love their Cajun food down there. And I said, listen, it's the Hungarian settlement, and I can speak Hungarian. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, when my stomach growls. So I think we'll be okay. And I've heard y'all have a lot of yummies in your tummies and different, uh, different, a lot of food happens. Let's just say that. A little background. My family is from New Orleans. My parents are from New Orleans, but I grew up in, in Baton Rouge. I went to St. George, St. Michael the Archangel High School, after which I, I entered directly into seminary. And it, during seminary, I, I took a year off to teach, to teach high school, to teach religion and world history, and to coach football for one year as a seminarian. That was a really formative year, and that's why I'm really excited to be back uh, in the high school setting, to be back two days a week at St. Thomas Aquinas. I'll be living here, as I said, um, and I'm really excited to be with you. So today's homily. I've heard some say, as I've thought myself before, if only I could have lived back then, I would have more faith. If only I could have been a contemporary with Noah and seen the ark, you know, seen the flood. If only I could have been a contemporary of Abraham or, or Moses. If only I could have walked through the Red Sea when it was parted. I would have more faith. It's kind of a grass is greener on the other side mentality. Uh, we as humans, we tend to think the grass is greener. Whether it's relationships, jobs, cars, Right, if only I had that car, I'd be really happy. Or I'm kind of bored with my job. Not me, this is just hypothetical. I'd be happy. I really love being a priest. I'd be happy if I had that job or, or that house or lived in that neighborhood or whatever. The grass is always green on the other side and it's no different for religion. Right? Look at that church and what they're doing or, or that denomination and, and it seems like the grass is greener or like I just mentioned before, time periods in faith. If I lived back then, I would have more faith. I have two things to say to this mentality. One is that we are only in, when we read the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, and even the New Testament, we're reading the highlights. We're reading the highlights. We're reading the great miracles and, and great things that happen. But most of the time, as today, faith was about getting up and praying. Simply, nothing crazy happened. It wasn't miracles happening all the time. We just see it because that's what we're going to write down, right? We're going to write it down. We're going to put it in a book. It's the Bible, and, it, and it's the, the, the great, wonderful miracles. But it's just similar today. It, it, most of the time, it's just living your faith, the nitty-gritty, everyday grind, just like any vocation, right? Just like priesthood or diaconate or married life or whatever your job is. It's getting up ordinary. That's faith. The Old Covenant is just the highlights. In fact, there was a, a, a part of the Old Testament 
when Eli and Samuel are calling a Samuel and speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And three times he goes back to Eli. And it said right before that account that it had been 300 years since Israel had heard from God. 300. They didn't write a lot of stuff about that time. Why? Because it was just normal. It was every day. But we think the grass is green. If only I could be back then. And here's point number two. That our time is more special. What we have is more important. This is a greater mystery. What we do today. I'll put it another way. If Moses could choose to be in the middle of the, the parting of the Red Sea, the wall of water on this side, the water, water, wall of water on that side, or sitting in the pew at St. Margaret's right now, you know what he'd choose? St. Margaret's. He would have had to park and like get blocked in and like, you know, but he would still choose it. Why? Because there's something greater here, even though it's hard to perceive, even though it's hard to sense. Here's the scripture from Hebrews. Uh, the author of Hebrews is recounting the Old Testament, uh, the great people of faith of the Old Testament. And he says, all these died in faith. They did not receive what had been promised, but saw it and greeted it from afar. And acknowledge themselves to be strangers and aliens on earth. For those who speak thus show that they are seeking a homeland. So Abraham, Moses, Noah, Isaiah, all the prophets. They all did not receive what they wanted. They would rather be where you are sitting in a pew. Why? Because this is what they wanted. This is what they pointed to. This is what they prophesied about. This is what they pilgrimaged for. Not great miracles, flashy signs. Even Jesus himself, every time he performed a miracle, he said, I'm only doing this miracle so you know the reality that I came to forgive sins. Remember, he says, hey, your sins are forgiven. Rise and and walk. Or he says, your sins are forgiven. They go, wait, you have the power to forgive sins? Only God. He goes, so that you might believe, rise and walk. He performed a miracle to show us something about our soul. And so what we do here, which we can take for granted, because we can say, oh, if only I could have been back then with Moses and Abraham and and the, the people with these great miracles. If only I could have been back then. They say, if only I could be here. So we should not take for granted what we receive every day, every Sunday, specifically the Eucharist. What is more beautiful than the Eucharist, than Jesus's presence? Nothing. Jesus is truly present. This is the belief of the church from the beginning. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. He's here. Whether we perceive it or not, whether we can sense it or not. It's our most precious gift, the pearl of great price, as scripture says. Do we appreciate it? Or do we become complacent, wishing we could be somewhere else? Whether here on this earth or in time. How do we allow him to change and direct our lives? So let's contemplate that during the offertory and ask God for the grace to desire to be right here and nowhere else. To receive the greatest gift ever given. 
the gift that the, apo- the po- prophets and the fathers of faith in the Old Testament wanted, the Eucharist. <laughs>